0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. I shall ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we shall come to him and make our home with him. Those who do not love me do not keep my words, and my word is not my own. It is the word of the one who sent me. I have said these things to you while still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all I have said to you. The Gospel of the Law. The Holy Spirit, the third person of the Most Holy Trinity, being pure spirit, would be the hardest member to picture in our mind's eye, since He, unlike the second person, was never incarnated in human form, or like the first person, Heavenly Father, has no equivalence in our human experience. Cardinal Ratziger, who later became Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI, would therefore write that we cannot reveal the Spirit directly, so all we can do is try, by means of images, to lead toward what we is meant. The most common symbolic depiction of the Holy Spirit would be that of a dove, since it has a strong scriptural basis in the event of the Lord's Baptism. But the first reading which gives us the sole account of the event of the Pentecost, provides us with four elemental symbols – earth, wind, fire and water. Fans of the eponymous soul-funk band of the 70s would be thrilled to know this. If you are from a different era, ignore my digression. Earth, wind, fire, water, the four classical elements of the universe were originally conceived by the ancient Greek philosopher Empedocles, 500 years before Christ, and was popularised by Aristotle. Of course we are not going to dispute the error and the naivete of the ancients in postulating this simplistic explanation that the entire universe is made up of these basic building blocks. We are not going to split hairs, or to be more precise, split atoms to refute this ancient science. On this Feast of Pentecost, we are invited to consider them as entry points into the story of divine love and presence that encompasses all creation. The association of these four material elements with the ephemeral spirit points to something foundational to our Catholic perception of the universe, We speak of the sacraments as outward signs of inward grace, the invisible spiritual realm, hidden within and being expressed through the visible and material realm. The first element is earth. At first appearance, this seems to be the furthest idea from the spirit since earth is the most solid of the four elementals. But earth is the first element the creator used as he conjoined himself with his creation to produce his greatest masterpiece, man. The word human comes from the Latin word humus and is a direct reference of how God formed man from the earth and breathed life and his spirit into this lifeless clay to create man. Each of us, members of the human race, earthy beings and yet privileged creatures because we are endowed with an immortal soul are indeed fitting temples of the Holy Spirit. Just as God breathed life into earth to make man at Pentecost, God breathes His Spirit into the earthen hearts of the disciples, infusing them with new life and making them into His new creation. The element of earth also reminds us that the Jewish festival of Pentecost, or weeks, since it is made up of seven weeks, a Sabbath of a Sabbath, predates our Christian celebration. The three great pilgrimage festivals were all harvest festivals, and Pentecost was the thanksgiving for the grain harvest. The feast also commemorated the giving of the law or Ten Commandments to Moses at Sinai. But now, instead of the gift of the law, God has given us a far greater gift, that of the Holy Spirit who writes His law not on tablets of stone earth but in our fleshy hearts. Instead of thanksgiving for a harvest of grains, today is a day of thanksgiving for a harvest of souls incorporated into the body of Christ, the Church. The next element is wind. There is nothing subtler than the wind, which manages to penetrate everywhere, even to reach inanimate bodies and give them a life of their own. As we see in the vision of the Valley of Dry Bones, Ezekiel chapter 37. In Hebrew, the word for spirit, Ruach, could also be translated as breath and wind. The first mention of Ruach in the Bible is in the very first chapter of Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. And the earth was a formless and desolate emptiness, and darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the spirit, Ruach of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. In the theophanies of God, reference is often made to wind, either in the form of a storm, a strong gale, or even a gentle breeze. Our Lord, in speaking to Nicodemus about the Spirit, tells him, The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. And then, in the first reading, when Pentecost Day came round, they had all met in one room when suddenly they heard what sounded like a powerful wind from heaven. After the wind came the fire, produced by the confluence of matter and energy. Something appeared to them that seemed like tongues of fire. These separated and came to rest on the heads of each of them. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak foreign languages as the Spirit gave them the gift of speech. The liturgical color for Pentecost is red, the color of fire and blood in a symbol of love. This is also reflected in the traditional prayer to the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful and enkindle in them the fire of thy love. It is a dangerous prayer. We stop to think of it because the Spirit's fire Is pure energy that melts the alloyed heart and purifies it for love. The final element is water. Water holds such rich symbolic meaning and purpose for us. It strikes the balance in life, nothing else. Like nothing else, too little is parched desolation, too much is drowned destruction, but in its fullness, water offers a life force. In the gospel for today's vigil mass, our Lord says, Rivers of living water shall flow from within him who believes in me. After they were filled with the Holy Spirit, the disciples left the upper room and began to proclaim the gospel. And on hearing their words, three thousand were baptized that day. From the very day of Pentecost, the church has celebrated and administered holy baptism. Indeed, St. Peter declares to the crowd astounded by his preaching, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. With every baptism comes the reminder of the first Pentecost. The Spirit comes to us today as wind, fire, and water, seeking to shape the earth that we are into a new creation which we became at our baptism. But our earthen hearts are dry due to sin, resistant to God's reshaping, and need a little erosion to the water of the Spirit. Too often we are consumed by a life that is not of the Spirit. We are fleshly creatures, possessing a fleshly mind, meditating on the things of this world while attempting to justify our disordered love for them. Rather than hardening ourselves, trying to become what we want to be, we must remain pliable, open, Responsive to the creative activity of God, we must learn to relax in the hands of God, to let God be the creator. For as we yield to God and allow the Spirit to wash, wash over our mud itself with His divine wind, fire, and water, we will be shocked to find that the deeper He works to erode us, the stronger the rivers of living water will flow through us. Earth wind, fire, water, four elements to ground and inspire and transform and mediate the grace of God for the people of God. For the gift of new life on this Feast of Pentecost, for the gift of creation and our participation in it, for the gift of connection as with one another in the church and with God who suffuses the whole of creation and community with the divine spirit of love, for these gifts May God's holy name be praised. Come, Holy Spirit, come. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.